On Young SAO, welcome to Afternoona Delight, where Leah, Megan, and Amy, three American romance novelists discussing all things K-romance from a writer's lens. We fangirl over our favorite actors and actresses, talk up our trope addictions, and nerd out on K-drama deep dives. We'll throw in a few K-pop and K-skincare wrecks for good measure, because why not ride the Hallyu wave all the way to shore? So grab some duck bokeh and listen to your new favorite unease. Good morning. <laughs> Hello. It is early morning for you. It is early morning. Uh, I am watching the sun coming up and right as I hit play on uh, recording, my heater kicked in. So, you know, so yeah, we are Allison and Leah back for another Thai BL because we had a lot of fun doing it the first time we did love in the air. And what was a happy surprise was that we got a lot of feedback back that like folks were either already fans of that drama or were really curious and wanting to watch more. So I was like, let's just start doing Thai BL. Yeah. Right. It's literally all I want to talk about. So that sounds good to me. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm just going to give some setup on kind of the drama that we're talking about today, and then we'll get into it. So talking about a drama called Love Mechanics and another Thai BL, and it's about two engineering students and their very stormy romance. So the catalyst is there is a failed love confession where the heartbroken protagonist then goes out and has like this drunken one night stand after like, you know, his feelings weren't reciprocated. So the problem is, is that his sex partner already has a serious girlfriend. In fact, they're already like the it couple on campus. And then like, The drama is like the characters meeting again at the university over and over as they're like battling their confusion and they're kind of growing, you know, hotness and desire for each other. Does that seem like it encapsulates a little bit kind of the messiness? Yeah, I think that captures it perfectly. They keep running into each other because they're in the same department and then they grow the feels. So yes, it gets messy. Yeah. So end of love is on Vicky and it's a three-part BL and so there's three different BL stories in that end of love arc and end of love love mechanics is this story so it gets a little confusing because you can watch a shortened version of this same actor same storyline on Vicky but Tencent it picked up and made Love Mechanics, the full-length version of this drama. So same story, same actors, 10-hour-long episodes. So it's fantastic. Yeah, and I would say that that is confusing. The Vicky, look, I think maybe we have different like takes on the Vicky. I think you enjoyed the Vicky, correct? I do, yeah. So I, I like do- just their story. Right, so I, to me... I liked their chemistry, which I think is great. And look, I watched it and I was into it. But like the Tencent version, which is Tencent's a whole new app. (laughs) Yeah. The Tencent version is truly the version. Like the Vicky version is like eating... I'm trying to remember like those like things in like the diet culture, like 80s and like snack well cookies. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like it's like having a snack well cookie. Like, is it gonna like be okay? I guess, but like, look, if you're gonna go for dessert, like eat some fucking dessert sometimes. And so my my strong recommendation is if you're interested in watching this, get the 10 cent app. Um, I think it's $5.99 for a month, and you can get through the whole drama very quickly I mean you're gonna probably watch it in like two sittings honestly, right, right. Your life. so that's my recommendation just because I feel like that really if you want to like invest to get the whole like cuckoo drama angst feels that's the way to go so yeah. um yeah or if you're just curious and you want to watch the Vicky version it's two hours of your life it's fantastic you still get to see yin and war and then you can decide from there if you're like, okay, I'm curious. And yeah. I'm gonna and I did that. that. I did that. I just think that like when I did it, I was like, oh, the other one's so much better. So yes, but <laughs> Elson's being very reasonable and you're allowed to do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Or you can be like, no, this is too much angst. I don't need to see the full length version. So 
that's valid too. For me, I can't get enough angst. So I was like, yes, bring it on. I need 10 hours of angst, please. Yeah. So I think that's the thing is like, is this like melodramatic angst? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, do we care? Like, do you care if something feels kind of like over the top angst? No, Mm-mm. not at all. As long as I get a happy ever after at the end, you can put in as much over the top angst as you want in a drama. It literally feeds my soul. <laughs> and for me, I think what I really forgive in angst is if angst is coupled with some like reason that I'm like, okay, it's like allowed that these characters are having so much angst. And I think that that college age is really a great time for angst. And there's a lot of coming of age and there's a lot of just like messiness where all of a sudden your consequences are much bigger in life. Like you're kind of not at home with your parents. Like these might be like the first relationships you're getting into. You don't have it all figured out. I know I was kind of a hot disaster mess when it came to love from like 18 to 21 (laughs) made some lots of very ridiculous decisions and had lots of angst. Yeah. That's the time to figure it all out. And they figure it out. They do. Yeah. Um, It's great. But I do think that, um, like, who's somebody that would like this drama besides somebody who likes angst? (laughs) I think somebody, because it is kind of quiet and it is just them trying to figure out their relationship. So there's no, there's angst, but there's, it's not huge. Like, uh, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just them figuring stuff out. There's no giant outer, um conflict that comes in yeah it's kind of like a heavy internal conflict not a heavy external conflict yeah so if you just like to see people figuring out the relationship this might be a drama for you yes and what might bug someone I think people who have a low tolerance for people working their stuff out might be annoyed by this drama or there's some like we may get into this in the spoiler section but there's some like story line that comes into play that I know people in the BL group like didn't really love they felt it was unnecessary and dragged the story out I personally can't get enough yin and war so I was fine with however long they wanted to draw it out um but there's some pieces that of the plot that people might feel were unnecessary and dragged the story on for too long. Yeah. And how about the heat level? You know, we've talked about some uh, Thai dramas can get a little bit spicier than their K-drama counterparts. I would say this is um, a 1.5 to 2 chili pepper on a scale of four. (laughs) I I agree. I agree. This doesn't feel like we were saying love in the air felt like it was a lot spicier. Uh Um, Yeah. Yeah. This we don't do. I mean, we're, we're well aware when they're like engaging in sexual activity, but I don't think it's like lingered on. Yeah. They have some sweet kisses. They have some sweet skinship, but there's not like my husband walking into it wouldn't it be like, okay, I'm going to shut the door now. <laughs> and they're practicing uh, their daddy play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, what are you watching? <laughs> my God. I love love in the air so much. <laughs> uh, I was rewatching it this morning. <laughs> so um, okay. So what makes love mechanics a recommended watch from us? Uh, I think it's one of the best BLs, in my humble opinion. Definitely my number two of the year, Love in the Air, was my number one for this year. So I think in terms of just like solid production, fantastic acting, I love Yin and War more than anything in the world. Um, And I just think that it's a fun story. I think for me, like we had talked about last time, like the college uniforms, that college setting is like comfort food of Thai BLs for me. So it was like a comfort food watch. That's why I like it so much. Yeah. And I feel as if I echo and agree with all of those things. And I'll say that, look, I have not watched as many Thai BL as you, but I'm really excited to see kind of like 
I feel like it's just getting better. Like the mm-hmm. newer stuff, just to me personally, I feel like the storytelling is getting better. It feels like they've got more money getting kind of like thrown at it all. Mm-hmm. And this kind of fits where I feel like, you know, like this feels like it was done on a good budget. The acting is very good. Um, the story does have like a lot of push and pull, but honestly, to me, that's fine. Like if I am invested in the characters, I'm okay watching the push and pull. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, I think that it just felt like a really messy, but sweet college romance. And I like those. I have never watched the K-drama nevertheless, but it makes me think that maybe I'd like that too. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting comp. I could totally see that. Yeah. Because I know some people were like, ah, like I didn't like like all the drama. And I'm like, but I love the drama. So I think I might like that. Yeah. I liked Nevertheless because it was set in the art world. And there's some like, this is not a spoiler of Nevertheless, but one of my favorite things in just dramas in general is like when they do snuggle sequences of just like, here's the couple like sleeping together like snuggled up or like spooning and that has a really lovely snuggle sequence so the drama itself is like meh but it it is saved by the art and the snuggling in my opinion okay um yeah I think the snuggle sequence sounds delightful and yeah, I'll give it a try. But anyway, we're talking about TyBL and Love Mechanics right now. So that being said, like, let's get into some spoilers. So here's the thing is, I know that a lot of people probably haven't watched this drama. Um, so if you already have, like, yes, we're going to get into it. And if you have not watched it, like, maybe we'll entice you to go away and try it before you come back. Or you know what, like, hang out and listen to us talk about it some more. And then you can watch it and see what you think. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) this is like something that is kind of interesting in the plot. So the plot is basically we've got, you know, the main character, Mark, and Mark is in love with um, the other main character, V's best friend, Bar. (laughs) So we have a little bit of like, that's the setup. And V's really annoyed that Mark keeps like chasing Bar. And he, eventually intervenes ends up falling for mark himself and what ensues is angst like we said true love and a lot of throwing up (laughs) why why was there so much throwing up in this drama it's my only critique of it please do not you yeah but that's okay they they had to work it out whatever they but there's so much throwing up so if you are sensitive to that there's some places where you need may need to hit the 10 second fast forward button so much <laughs> up. and I will say that like you know it makes me think so I write romance and I but I felt like I was viewing this almost as like a romance editor would which is like we would have a scene where poor little Mark who's brokenhearted is just like knees on the floor in like the public restroom of like a bar or something just like barfing his little brains out and then like v sees him ends up getting him home and then they share like kisses but we never like along the way i needed to be like would you like a toothbrush yes i just used to feel like the toothbrush happened at some point (laughs) yes oh my gosh the number of times that happens in ty bl's please just show me the scene where they brush their teeth after getting sick. That's all I need. Yeah. Just like a quick flash of like, let me get you home. (laughs) Let's brush your teeth. Let's wash your face. I mean, we could, we could put it into the plot. It just like, I mean, I have to imagine that's what happens right now, but I would like to see just a little evidence because going from the barf to the deep throat is just like a lot. It's too much. And they always show the sponge bath. So why don't we get like the toothbrush handy here, brush your teeth or I will do it for you. Yeah. A loving toothbrush. (laughs) Toothbrush foreplay. Yeah. Yeah. So as you mentioned earlier, after they have like Mark finds V, takes V home. I don't know. Sorry. Flip that. (laughs) V find Mark. Mark gets taken home. They have their one night stand, wake up. 
figures out that V already had his girlfriend and that, like you said, they were the big like it couple on campus. I'm just curious as to why we continued to root for them, even though they had such a rocky beginning. Like as a writer, how do you balance that in the story of we're going to still cheer for this couple, even though they are starting off on rocky ground? I feel like you have to make V sympathetic and likable in some ways. And I feel like we do that, or I feel like the show does that. Um, So one thing I feel like is kind of like Dubcon, I guess, is that like the beginning hookups are a lot of drunken hookups, right? Like a lot of like not even being aware, like Mark allegedly isn't even really aware that he's hooking up with V because he's like thinking it's bar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, that's also like, but then we also see like V in ter- like beginning to be in turmoil. So also drinking too much <laughs> before going into the bed with, you know, like they're both basically like very drunk when they hook up at the beginning. And so I feel like that makes it a little bit less like wag of the finger in fantasy land. Um, yeah. you know, cause there's real life choices that are like not okay but this is fantasy land. And so the fact that we have like a lot of like needing to get very drunk and a lack of consent, like, look, I'm not going to come at that very hard because again, like it's the age, it's the time, it's like the exploration that's about to happen. And so, but we see V getting really drunk beforehand. But then what I think is interesting is we don't ever see really gay panic from him and the fact that up with Mark. And the fact that he's falling for Mark, even though he has a girlfriend and up until this point, he's been heterosexual. Yeah. It's never gay panic. It's just like, oh, shoot, what are these feelings? Not in, oh, shoot, what are these feelings for another man? It's like, is this love? Is And like, how do I balance this? Because V wants to be like the good boy so bad. Yeah. He wants to take care of the people that he loves and he wants to do right by all of them. And we see that playing out to disastrous ends later in the drama when he yeah. tries to help ploy the girlfriend. Yeah. So um, he has a girlfriend. That's the thing, too, is like he yeah. is cheating on his girlfriend. Um, I mean, who's also cheating on him. But um, he but he's not doing it in like a like a skeezy way I don't know how to like he just seems like this like sweet kind of like dumb like not and he's not dumb but you know like when you're just kind of making these like bad like it's a bit impulse but all of a sudden like you're like oh my gosh like these feelings are all genuine but I want to do right by the people I'm having these feelings for but I've kind of just made a full mess of it Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. um we see really sweet things too like even though he's kind of attracted to Mark Mark is making some there are I like Mark from the beginning, but Mark is not meant to be very likable from the beginning. He's just so sweet that like you like him, but he's making very bad decisions. Like he's being very annoying at bar. Like it's like, it's not going to work, dude. Like just leave him alone. So I get like these, like just like enough stop. But there's the moment for me where it really changes where he V's on his little scooter and he goes by the bridge and he sees Mark and he has this moment where he thinks Mark's going to like jump off the bridge. And he stops, but Mark's just kind of standing there, like sulking about life. And he, there's like a legend about the bridge they're on that, like, if you hold your breath and like run across the bridge, that your wish will come true. So Mark's like, that's what I'm actually doing. And he's kind of like, all right, well, like, I'll put you on my scooter and we can do it. Mark's like, no, I don't need your help. I need no one. And so he keeps trying to like hold his breath and run across the bridge, but the bridge is too far. So eventually he agrees to get on the back of the scooter and hold his breath for the wish. (laughs) And I felt like that was like a sweet, like V is like, he can't help himself. He sees this person that's like wounded. He almost feels like the person that would see like, like a kitten, like, you know, like on the street and bring it home. Like he just cannot help himself Mm -hmm. to be a helper. He's a softie. And I think that's what makes you root for him. Despite the fact that like, you know, yes, he's like, gonna start cheating on his girlfriend he's making some poor decisions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. yeah i love them both so much that's all, I, that's all i'm gonna say throughout this whole thing i just love them <laughs> they're 
my favorite. Uh, and Mark wants to have a boyfriend so bad. Oh, so bad. He just wants somebody to love him. Bless he really does. Yeah. Ugh. And he doesn't. Uh, I forget then that he his like high school boyfriend cheated on him. Mm-hmm. So like he just wants somebody who will say like, I like you. I want to be with you. You're my boyfriend. And it takes a while, but he gets there. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about um, the supporting female characters. So in BL, we've seen some great supporting female characters. Um, you have some very big feelings about the characters in this one though. So, so okay. Yes, yeah, there I, are hear, some... I think you you have the bigger feeling, so I really want you to have the floor here. So Ploy is B's girlfriend, and she's not really in the drama that much, but she is. So you see sort of like at the beginning, she's like, oh, hey, babe, I have to go study at so-and-so's house. So we don't ever like see them for large chunks of time together as a couple, which I think is helpful because if we were too invested in them, we wouldn't be rooting for V and Mark. But as much as I try not to hate other female characters in books, media, and in real life, I just cannot like Ploy at all. I And I think it's because I'm very protective of Mark in the drama, and she gets in the way of Mark's happiness. And she cheats on V, which is annoying, but not really the source of my frustration or anger at her. Um, Because I was rewatching it this weekend. And I was like, that's not the part that I get mad at her for. It's just like the part at the end. And we're in the spoiler section. So there's a scene where she is kissing V and Mark sees them. And I just want to like, go through the screen (laughs) and like tear them apart and be like it'll be okay be and mark you will be together I just there's something about her that I don't like and I feel terrible because I'm sure she's a lovely actress but I can't see her in any other drama without wanting to like be very mad at her and another female character in the drama is Yiwa and she's in the engineering department with V and Mark. She's like the older fraternity sister yeah. of Mark. And so usually that would be the character that would be like helping them and being sort of like the wingman to this relationship. But she just gets in the way. So they made some very poor choices for female secondary characters in this drama when there could have been some decent like support they yeah I just that's an area where this drama failed I think yeah I think that uh yeah it's not handled great but I will say I do not have I like play and even rewatching it because I've been rewatching it for the show I really like like I don't like her character maybe not so much but I feel like the way the actor actress chooses to play her I find her endearing and so it's interesting to see that we both like have a different, cause I would watch her again and I'm always like, oh, you are so cute. And so it's really funny to see that like, you know, and this is where, again, it's always fascinating to like unpack things and like see where people come out in different things because I have never minded ploy in this drama ever. And I haven't minded even her character that much in this drama. Like, yes, I think she's making bad decisions sometimes, but I'm also like, dude, so is your boyfriend. <laughs> so like we just happen to be more invested in the boyfriend's like storyline, but I'm never like I feel like Ploy, I'm like sympathetic with her. I guess she's not like I don't like love her. I'm not gonna like, you know, take a bullet for her character, but I've never mind I never minded her. Yeah. I do feel for her at the end because she ends up in a really like abusive relationship and like I'm not angry at that point at her at all for like that's on I forget Ton is the guy that she cheated on V with um that's on him he's an abusive asshole she needs like some support get out of that situation whatever but like don't get in the way of Mark and V (laughs) I will be mad (laughs) but that's her plot point that's her reason for existing (laughs) if she wasn't there then they could just get together and like you know 
start having like Christmases with like the family or something. <laughs> <laughs> She's there to because they needed to have like some conflict. <laughs> <laughs> Which then makes Yiwa's character even more confusing because why did they make her get in the way of them so often? And it felt like they were trying to make that character like support Mark yes. and V, but really she just like got in the middle of it and made it all a heck of a lot messier. So I didn't like her character. Yeah, no, I either. think that character was a little bit more muddled. It should have been like the more cool, supportive female character, which we often do see. But I think that um yeah, I mean yeah, she just didn't have a lot to do. Like I don't feel like they really thought through like what her point was. Right. That's exactly how it felt. Yeah. Um, she would just be around mostly to be like talking to V being like, be nice to my junior. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you like the one thing that she did say that was helpful is like, make sure you communicate with ploy and break things off with her before you start things with Mark. Yes. That's very helpful information. He probably did need to hear that even though he was trying to do it, but the rest yeah. of it was too muddled. It was messy. So yeah. Okay, yeah. so another uh, thing for you is uh, the actor who plays Mark is War. His name, his like acting name is War. Mm -hmm. um, so tell us a little bit about what War means to you. Oh, War has my heart. I don't, I don't know because it's not like, um, I don't love War the same way I love Sugar. Like that's a totally different love. So but we're talking about biases. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So sugar from BTS is your ultimate bias. Ultimate, ultimate bias. Agreed. Same. I don't know where this love of war came from. And I think it's because as I was watching this way too many times, like there were, I, the number of times I stopped and took a screenshot of his facial expressions is probably unhealthy. Because the way that he can convey guilt, hope, love in one second, just one facial expression, I've never seen that in another actor. So aside from being just an incredibly beautiful human being, which he is, he also is really, really talented. I think he's probably, in my opinion, the best actor in the world. And I know that's a strong <laughs> statement, but... Something about his style, I really, really like. I think he's very good at what he does. And that just like has a hold over me that is probably unhealthy. He's 28. He's a cancer. He's five foot eight. <laughs> he and Yin have been an acting duo for, I think, maybe since 2018 or something like that. Um so I just like them together. And sometimes I was like, okay, my love of war is overshadowing my love of Yin. Um, and I was worried that Yin couldn't like match his acting level, but Yin holds his own. He's an incredible actor, which is interesting to me because sort of like how Jin was picked up off the streets is like, oh, like you're a nice looking person. Do you want to come be in BTS? Like, Yin was getting on the bus somewhere or was like walking around Thailand and somebody came up to him and was like, hey, do you want to be an actor? And so he wasn't even like pursuing entertainment like war. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, he um, so he was just like picked up off the street and then he and um, war have been acting together for a while. So but Yin is an incredible actor and they're just, yeah, so that's war to me. I lose words when I think of him. He's beautiful. And I'm curious to see, because like you said, they get paired up and it's true. Like you see them as kind of like, they almost come as like a package, like entertainment deal. And the fact that you know a little bit more about Ty BL than me, like, is that like a normal, like not, I mean, normal and that like, is that like a routine thing where you often like find folks being paired up kind of with one person to do projects? Yes, there are, whether it's contracted for a period of time or I don't know how it works. I don't know enough about the Thai entertainment industry, BL industry, um, but there are actors like Bone and Prim who have said that they won't act with anybody else, like in terms of like male lead, that they'll only be paired with each other 
or they are um, like paired and then they just keep doing dramas together like often gun um two of my favorite actors they have done a lot and then they have some coming up but recently they've been doing their own like often gun specifically have been doing their own like other dramas they're not the like uh off was in a drama where it was sort of a love triangle situation and gun wasn't involved in that um but they do pair up frequently as the male leads in the drama and that's how yin and war are they've been in love mechanics and then love mechanics again and they have a concert that's coming up and they made like a mini trailer for it. They've done music videos together. So you'll see the same actors doing several dramas together. And then either their contract ends and they go do other things or they get signed on for different projects. But the shipping culture is really interesting. And they talk a little bit about it in um, Love Mechanics where they're on the bus and the like two side characters behind them watching um, Mark and his like bus seat mate and they're like oh my gosh we love them they look like a couple we're shipping them and so they kind of like gave a little stab to like how easy it is to like look at one tiny little second of two people interacting with each other and deciding that they're together which happens all the time in the BL industry like you see whole YouTube shipping things where people make videos dedicated to shipping the two actors and like oh they're real because look at how you know, uh, war looked at Yin and this fan meetup and it's, it's their job. They're supposed to develop this chemistry and build this world for us, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're together in real life. Yeah. It's, but it's also like, kind of, I can see how human nature is, you know, like when you fall in love with like characters, you're like, I just want to like keep being in that world. So, Mm -hmm. you know, as long as the fandom doesn't get like too problematic at like forcing folks like I get the idea of like fantasy spaces feeling like safe for fantasy yeah yeah and I I'm my hope is that as the industry evolves like the fans sort of get on board with that and is like okay like we understand this is a fantasy space but this this is a whole other rabbit hole but they're the two actors who played in Tharn type Mew and Gulf Mew just came out and said like, hey guys, like I'm 30 years old. I want to be in a relationship with this person I have feelings for. Can you please tone down the shipping between Mew and Gulf? Um, Hmm. He's like, it is not that person. And like, cause they, they don't have a relationship anymore from what I can gather. Um, And so like Mew just wants to like move on and the shipping Uh culture won't let him, which is really heartbreaking. Yeah. And that's where like, then it stops being fun and cute and harmless. And it's just kind of like you like dance monkey dance for my entertainment. And that's not fun. No, not at all. They're grown men who should be able to have relationships with whoever they want to have with. And that's when it's like, go back and watch like the show content that you enjoyed and made you happy and just like live in that space. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, that's my, t- sorry. No, no, that's interesting. Rant about BL shipping culture. I mean, they have chemistry and it's really fun to watch characters have chemistry and people have chemistry. Like uh, Yin and War do a um, YouTube channel and they have like fun things that they go off and do together. Mm-hmm. But even within that, like they're always with their crew um there which involves some of the actors from love mechanics and it feels very scripted and i'm not saying this in a negative way at all because they're creating this content for you know consume consuming um but the character like the side characters would be like oh look at the way yin held or war held yin's hand or something like that and it's like they're just two guys walking around an amusement park like don't put that on them. Just let them be friends outside of the show. Like you can tell that they have a good relationship. They talk to each other, but it's so, it feels very manufactured where if you just like let them be friends, it would be entertaining too. Mm-hmm. But so. there is um, going back to just like the fact of like how chemistry works and it's like unpredictable what, who you have chemistry with, but what makes dramas sometimes really interesting is like it can make or 
break any drama if like the leads, if you're vibing on the chemistry or not. And these two have very good chemistry. Yes. Yes, they do. Yeah. Well, and they, I think the Thai BL actors like spend a lot of time developing that and like finding that person that they have really good chemistry with. And so once they've built that level of trust and they have that relationship, they want to maintain it. So that's why you see then the acting duos like going on and doing other projects together. And I'm just wondering, and I mean, like, we can't, I won't like keep like you know, whipping this horse, but it's interesting to see what happens when like you get permission as like an actor to be like, look, take time to like invest into this relationship and get to really know a person. And it's somebody that you already had like some organic chemistry with, but then that also means that like, as the viewer, then you're rewarded almost with like a deepening of like how the like drama feels can come because like once you build up more trust and once you kind of like innately know folks more, I think it just gets better and better. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, same. And I mean, like I look over at like Kin Porsche for this as well, where we can see that they like filmed kind of like one iteration and then they came back and kind of like redid a lot of it. Um, But the two leads obviously worked together a great deal at that point. Mm-hmm. And the trust that they had with each other to do all sorts of choices was really, it just made the drama so much better because it felt like they really knew and trusted each other. And so they weren't playing it safe at all. They were just kind of like leaving it all in the field. And that was really, it makes it much more compelling to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll save my off quote for when we do an off gun snack. So. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Making a mental note, but yeah, like and for folks who are still newer to BL, what is the off gun like classic uh, BL? Uh, they've done quite a few. I would say the the classic, in my opinion, is Theory of Love, um, which I think is a comp for love mechanics because it is very angsty. <laughs> I love the angst. Um, so theory of love and then not me are two that are completely out that are off gun situations that you can watch and they're both on YouTube. So they're easy to access. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let's circle back to love mechanics and talk about, um, I think another thing that makes this drama compelling, maybe to both of us is like, when it comes to angst, it's interesting to see where feelings can also come when like somebody is pushed like you're off like the person you're paired with is is somehow like coming up against some of your emotional scars or like your deep-seated ouches Mm -hmm. so where is that kind of happening in this drama for me like his big emotional boo-boo in my opinion is just his like he comes from a very loving but very poor family Mm -hmm. um and Mark comes from a very cold, rich family, and V has a lot of insecurity around his social status and um, somebody leaving him for somebody who else, somebody else who can provide better things. So he, there's a friend in their friend group who also is wealthy. And that becomes like a point where that just keeps getting pushed of like, you're going to leave me for him because he can provide for you. And he matches your like socioeconomic standing. And Mark is just like, nope, I'm, I'm here. Like he's trying to be there for him while they're navigating that. Um, But that's, is one of his buttons that keeps getting pushed throughout the drama. And then for Mark, it's that insecurity of being cheated on, not being enough for somebody and not like having somebody stand up and say like, I want to be with you. You're my boyfriend. Like they have this whole like heartbreaking conversations, like where they each go off with different people and have these heart to hearts about their relationships. And Mark says, well, at least your boyfriend will say he's your boyfriend, you know, like at least he can announce it. And it just, oh, that scene like breaks my heart because he just wants so badly for somebody to say, I'm here, like you're mine. And it just doesn't happen. And those are things that just get pushed over and over throughout the drama, which then makes it worth like the maybe storyline and plot things that come up that seem to stretch it out because they're just keep pushing those until they've worked it out. And they're like, nope, we're here for each other. Mm-hmm. 
And you touched on something I think that's really interesting in this drama, which is V coming from a supportive family. So let's talk about V's dad and why he's like the cutest advocate out there. Oh my gosh. That's like you, I don't know if you've watched it yet, but that scene where the dads, so what happens is there's a whole thing. Uh, Mark's parents walk in on them and they're like, this is unacceptable. He comes from a different world. And then Mark's mom is like, well, let's go meet the family. Let's go see what this Mm -hmm. is about. And so they meet the family. It's a little bit rocky, but then the two dads like have a heart to heart in these dads like garage and is like, Hey, I understand that you're concerned. I understand that you have fears about your son loving a man, but really doesn't it just come down to their happiness and like you being there for him. And the, uh, Mark's dad has always been really distant and their relationship is sort of rocky and his dad is like well I love my son and I want the best for him and Mark gets to overhear that it's so cute and then yeah then it sort of like works itself out after that because uh V's dad is like we're just here for the boys to be happy that's all we need yeah it's lovely and it's really healing for Mark again to hear he just needs people to articulate their love for him it's all he needs it shouldn't be that hard, but for some reason he just hasn't had that. And so like throughout the drama, he has this like whole healing of like the people who love him being able to like say so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we- then for V, the people who love him saying you're enough, I love yeah. you. Like, yeah, you're you enough. don't have to do anything. Yeah. And I feel like in some ways that's what got him into like the cheating drama that he had was like wanting to be there, like falling for Mark and wanting to be there for him, but then feeling this really obligation towards ploy because they'd had such long history together and feeling like, you know, he wanted to still like, he wanted to be needed so much that he was almost like putting all his, like he was taking it in like every basket he could put something in to be like, need me, need me, need me. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, Until like, yeah, everything came crashing down. So, okay. So we have talked about how, you know, Tybiel college set dramas really love the STEM fields. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, but in real life, there's some parallels here too, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So Ties love education. So it is so fun to see like when you look up the actors and you read their bios, like what they studied because they've all gone to college for the most part and really like pretty intense degrees. So this is a a little sidetrack. Um, Noel from Love in the Air, he has a master's in business from a really prestigious college in Korea because he's half Korean. Um, and so there's another Thai actor who's legitimately a doctor and another one who is a veterinarian, like they're acting on the side while they're going and getting like these crazy intense educations. So War has a degree in industrial design. He likes to draw and he likes science. And so he decided to combine the two and get a degree in industrial design. And Yin has a degree in computer engineering, which is just fascinating to me I Mm. love the ties love of education yeah there I mean that's really interesting and it's also they're schooling in this like their majors and stuff like they're it's not like they're spending a ton of time in class in these dramas but I also don't feel like it, it's not nothing whereas like sometimes I feel like when they're in college it's just kind of like an incidental like yes they're just in college but like their majors and like their study seems to factor into the plot in ways that I don't think is like as common sometimes in like dramas where you may, like I feel like there's a lot of romance drama set in college where like there's just a college campus that's just incidentally there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas this, like their majors all kind of do factor into play. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so you had said one of the comps for this drama might be Theory of Love. Yeah. Um, we had so said maybe mean. nevertheless is like more of a uh, K-drama. Yeah, I could totally see that after you mentioned nevertheless. It's very just about those two people working out some stuff 
And then my final comp would be Tharn type because people trying to figure out their feels. I, and I love Tharn type. Yes. And I have to finish Tharn type two so that we can do a snack on Tharn type. Cause I've done Tharn type one, but I have not finished Tharn type two. Yeah. So those would be my comps. Do you have any comps for it? Um, I think mine was like wondering about nevertheless, mm-hmm. but I think it's that it's that it's gotta be like the push pull and Tharn type, I think is a good one too. Although we have less gay panic, Tharn type is more of an OG, even though it's not that old, it is kind of considered a more of the OG, I think, Tybl, mm-hmm. And so there is more of the like straight up gay panic, which I think the industry quickly moved away from, which I'm happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. 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 So those are my two. All and right. then can I give a little plug for their upcoming project? Yeah, please do. Okay. So there's just been these little drops on the Instagrams and they did a four minute trailer for this concert that's coming out in five days on Christmas Eve. The concert will be, from what I can understand on the internet, it will be live in Thailand. You can get tickets for it. I don't know what it is going to be because the trailer for it is very bank robbery, Thelma and Louise, but they're <laughs> co-workers who work together who then decide to go on this like crime spree to make money but then get caught I don't know what's happening all I know is there's a clip where war is climbing in like a tree and they are wearing suits and I am just here for it whatever they're gonna give me on December 24th I hope we get to see it we better so Okay. Yeah. I need to check it out. I, the theatrical elements that kind of offshoot from the Thai BLs. I am fascinated by this because Kim Porsche, like we, I've been loosely following the Kim Porsche roadshow and I still don't fully understand what happens. Like there's cartwheels. There are power ballots. It's apparently like four hours long. So long. So long. So, I mean, and now we're seeing this, which is like a conceptual, almost like a musical. I mean, (laughs) we don't know. And did you see Love in the Air just had a big fan show that is very Ken Porsche live-esque where they, I mean. When are these coming to America? Because I need them, like, I hope that they re- I hope the audience is growing enough that it makes it worth their while because these are fascinating to me. So fascinating. And I think that they are very much underestimating the American market for Thai BL or I just live in that world and that's the only thing that I see. But why can't we get like some decent Thai BL merchandise like shipped to us? very easily like why are some of these dramas like so hard to find and on such like not the ones that we talk about the ones that we talk about it sometimes require additional streaming service but there's some like jbls that are very hard to get and it just gets messy and it's like don't you know that we want to see these like haven't we shown you enough like what was the statistic it went up like five billion percent of like people watching bls during the pandemic so there's a market for it. They're just not picking up on that yet. Yeah. Netflix, take heed and start to work your magic, I guess. Right. They had one, I think it was a Thai BL and um, then they had Heartstopper, which is great. Yeah. So well done. So well received. And is that it? Like I ended up canceling my Netflix because they don't have enough BL. I'm like, sorry, I got to go where the BLs are. Which is Tencent apparently. <laughs> Tencent. And yeah, while while you're on Tencent, watch Manner of Death if you pay the five dollars for the monthly prescription subscription. Um and then I'm of happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's another streaming service called Gaga Ulala, which is just uh LGBTQ dramas, and there's a lot on there that I watch. So I have never even heard of Gaga Ulala. So there we go. Allison is like definitely if you have if you're looking to expand your watch list, you can always contact our Instagram at afternoon of delight. 
and say what you're looking for. And I will get Allison to uh, go into her like little ticker tape brain and shoot out some, some recommended shows for you. Can I tell you an embarrassing story before we wrap yeah, this I'd up? Love that. So when I started watching Ty BL last March, my husband was like, oh, like, you know, tell me about these. He's like, you've watched quite a few now. You've watched like four. So you must really like these. I had watched over 12 at that point. He just okay. didn't know because he was only hearing about the ones that I, but I was like staying up until like way too late in the night uh-huh. watching them. And I was just like devouring them faster than should be healthy. So, <laughs> yeah. So I have watched a, a few. A few. Yeah. He's like, oh, I've heard, like, you know, tell me about this new show you watch. You mean, like, in your mind, you're like, oh my God, I've seen like 32 already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many. Yes, honey. We'll just go with four. I've seen four of them. <laughs> well, technically that's true. You're just omitting the other, you know, hundred. It's <laughs> true. Um, so I think let's just keep doing these because I definitely... I think where Ty BL works for me is it gets me in all those angsty feels, which I really love. And um, I feel like the, like, yeah, I just, there's something about them that make me just really happy to watch. Mm-hmm. So I would love to keep doing, you know, BL snacks with you. Yeah. So. Well, we definitely have to do Tharn type and an off gun snack. So. Okay. Well, you know, yeah, we've got plenty of homework. So let's maybe start the new year right with uh, doing Tharn type one and two. Yeah. I'll yeah. commit to finishing Tharn type two. Okay. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you have to like make that commitment in order for it to happen. So yeah, just remember, um, give yourself permission to fast forward through whatever you need to fast forward through. Okay. But yeah, for love mechanics, I think how many times have you watched love mechanics now? A lot. <laughs> Oh, should we go with four? Should we say four? <laughs> yeah, four, four would be a very kind <laughs> guess. Because <laughs> I think I'm on my third rewatch right now. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's the other thing is that I often don't rewatch things, but Ty BL, I will rewatch. Um, I don't know. They're shorter and, or I'll just find myself doing what I do with books a lot, which is like watching a show, like a show that I, or like uh, an episode that I really like, just like I might sometimes pick up a chapter I really like again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this morning I was rewatching like one of my favorite episodes of Love in the Air because I just needed to see Pie and Sky together. <laughs> oh, yes. Eat my breakfast. And, so yeah, but I think I've watched it all the way through at least four or five times. I really, really love this drama a lot. Yeah. So we hope you do too. And let us know your thoughts. Yeah. All right. Well, see you everyone. Annyeong. Thank you for listening to Afternoon and Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonanddelight.com. That's A-F-T-E-R-N-O-O-N-A-D-E-L-I-G-H-T com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs. And if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, Annyeong!